Welcome to the Space of the Waste, featuring host Melody Edmondson. Do you struggle with the right look to complement your body shape? Have you tried so many different looks and styles only to be disappointed time and again? You've landed on the right program. We'll show you how to make the right style work in your favor. Now, here is Melody Edmondson. Welcome to the Space of the Waste. Thanks for joining the Variety Channel. I am your host, Melody Edmondson. And today we have a guest on our show, Michael Dees. And he is here today to talk about how to style the clothes that are already in your closet. And today we're going to have a menswear focus. But, you know, we'll tie in some women's wear as well. But we're really going to be talking about um, the special man in your life. And I'd like to welcome Mike Dees. Hi, Mike. Hi, Melody. Thank you for having me again today. Yes. Yeah, sorry for a little tech screw That's up, okay. but now we're we're going. We're ready to go. Well, you know, a very interesting conversation because after you and I first spoke about changes in wardrobing and that sort of thing, it sort of made me start thinking, you know, it's hard to imagine, but this pandemic thing that we all went through is definitely just really, really, really affecting all of us, even as it goes on. And now we think we're rounding out of it. Um, I think it's really an exciting time if you think about it, because people are really, really, really ready to move. I mean, move on and let's get on with our life. And when it comes to fashion, especially people are really ready to look good again. Thank God we're over wearing pajamas for day wear. I mean, if I see one more person oh, yeah. walk, walking Get in a store with pajamas on, I, I want to kill myself, right? But, you know, yeah. when we started talking, I think that um, one thing, especially as it relates to men, you know, when you talk about women, women generally love fashion and they're always very interested in everything. Men, not so much. And I think one of the reasons is men tend to be very insecure when it comes to their wardrobing and their styling and this sort of thing. And quite candidly, the reason I was interested in talking to you about this is because we do know that most men are, are dressed by their women. I mean, that's just really the reality of where it is. Yeah. And with that, I don't think that means that everybody is, but at the same time, mm -hmm. I know even for myself, um, I have sort of fallen into this trap of having a lot of stuff and not necessarily knowing what to do with it. But because I was in a position where I traveled quite a bit, um, right. I had to learn very quickly how to, A, pack very quickly and pack efficiently. You know, when you travel, especially mm -hmm. today, you don't want to carry a lot of luggage edit. and that sort of thing. And edit, where that edit, really, edit. really, <laughs> where it really started to make a point with me after we spoke last week, you know, editing is also very important in your closet. And I think yeah. men have a, you know, we don't throw clothes out the way women do as quickly. And so what happens is if you okay. go into a man's closet, many times, you know, there may be 20 to 40 shirts hanging there. And out of those 20 to 40, he probably wears the same three over and over and over again. <laughs> uh huh. It's, it's really true. I mean, I can't even get my fingers between the racks in my, clo in my closet, and I've already done one edit. But anyway, I think yeah. to start us off, there is really, really, really 
a reality that people are ready to look good again, and especially mm-hmm. with men, I think that there's a little bit of opportunity to help them out a little bit because, you know, we all know that in most places the tie is basically dead. Even, um, you know, if you turn on your TV now, you'll see the newscasters and weathermen wearing ties. And when you do, it almost almost looks odd because you don't see Mm -hmm. men in business walking down the street. They have on maybe a blazer and a, a beautiful shirt or a nice sweater or something mm-hmm. like this, looking very, very smart. Yeah. But the tie is really, really, really um, still not ready to make a come, comeback, in, you know, like in a, a major formal, way. Of course, everybody... formal occasion, you know, like a wedding well, or something. Sure, of course. And you all, you know, of course people want to have ties in the wardrobe. I just mean because of that, um, it's really giving us an opportunity to try to look at men's fashion a little bit differently. So to start right. with that, you know, as, as you and I were saying, I think the very first thing we need to do is clean out. And by that, I mean really take a serious look at our closets and say, okay, what is here that I really don't wear? Because if you get rid of all yeah. the stuff that you don't wear, you might be surprised how, how tight your assortment is. And then immediately from that, uh, one of the things that hit me, you know, I think men, again, like things very easy, very simple, and very straightforward. And the other thing mm-hmm. that men can do that we have the opportunity to do that you don't do, we can wear the same things many, many, many times. Women have this need, and, you know, you're you're the flamingos. You're expected to look beautiful every time you step out of the house. <laughs> Men, I think, tend to look so much better and feel so much comfortable when they return to what we call classics. And, yes. and I don't mean for classics to be a bad word like stodgy, but I think, um, no. and this is where you got to come in because you can really talk to me here. You know, I look at a navy blazer, and I think navy blazers mm-hmm. are classic and you have to have one. But today's navy yes. blazer needs to fit a little bit differently. Yes. Do you agree with that? And the fabric needs to be different, and it can't be so cumbersome. It's got to be, exactly. like, I love the idea that you had about the ponty knit, because yes. I got John out there. He bought three ponty knits, one at Nordstrom's, one at Lululemon, and he bought another one somewhere. I'm trying to think where. Oh, Theory. Theory. Right. That was the other right. one. And they're, right. they're, they're, all three are great. I like Siri best. He likes them all. Okay? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you can wear those with anything, but it's a real new, fun thing to wear for a guy. Like you say, well, just, and you I, can I wear them with your you, jeans. Right. The right well, jeans. Well, I think, I think when you talk about the freshness in a man's wardrobe, certainly mm-hmm. you can't deny the innovation in fabrics. And we all know that stretch, yes. micro, whatever you want to call it, is here to stay. Right. And I mean from A to Z. And I'm going to talk about that in mm-hmm. just a minute. But, you know, I think one of the most important things for people to realize when you're trying to put together, I call it putting together a closet and not putting together a wardrobe, but putting together a closet. Right. Because the closet yeah. should be a place that you could walk in, and whatever you grab out should have two or three options of what you can work with it, which hang, is hanging right yes. there in the closet as well. You know, if you buy yes. a skirt and you've got a certain top to wear with it, that's the outfit that you're going to do from time to time. A man right. has one pair of pants that he needs to be able to wear in three or four different ways or even more. So I'm yeah. looking at my closet, and I really do think, at least for me, uh, 
I think one of the things yeah. that really helped me get set was color. And my yes. whole closet is primarily navy and gray. And when I'm talking, especially in terms of bottoms, um, I've got several navy pants, several gray pants, because that navy blazer obviously works over both. Now, I'm living yeah. in the South, so now we wear a lot of white jeans and that sort of thing. And, you know, yeah. the, word jean does, the word jean does not have to be, you know, I'm going to a sporting event and I want to look like a slob. A jean can be a very yeah. nice component if you put it together the right way. So yeah. to, me, to me, a man needs to decide. And, you know, black and navy are sort of in, interchangeable. Some people really like black. Some people think it's too strong. I'm a navy person. Yeah. I love navy. And uh -huh. I think navy and gray together is very, very handsome. And then, of course, yeah. once you get that color story sort of established, and this is when I think the women come in very quickly, you can really start to interject. You know, men are going to always be conservative when it comes to their bottoms. They're, you know, you can, okay, so maybe mm -hmm. you see a guy walking down the street with a floral pant on. That's about one in every 2,000. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's Jump the way it is. floral pants anytime soon. There you go. So I think that when but you, if you have. to those who do. <laughs> if you walk, if you are thinking, though, from a color standpoint, and you've yeah. got a, a, a light gray, summer gray color, and you're going to wear your navy blazer, well, stopping right there, you can take and buckle your seatbelt. You can take a T-shirt and put under that navy blazer. And if that T-shirt is a really nice fabric with stretch, lycra, something like that in it that helps it keep a little shape, and I'm not talking about a big yeah. Hanes T-shirt that's calling out, you know, you can really play no. around with color. Some people More look good. More yeah, exactly. It needs to be more fitted under that jacket. Now, I have a, a phrase that I use um, when you're talking about dressing men. I think, you know, 100 years ago when we were working in New York City was when they first came out with this casual Friday uh, concept. Yeah. And yeah. it used to really make me laugh because you would see all of these Wall Street people who wore suits Monday through Thursday. And then on Friday, they would come mm -hmm. to work and they looked like idiots because they didn't understand – you know, to them, right. casual meant wrinkled pants and a, a T-shirt that had a Led Zeppelin motif on the front of it. And yeah, you know, they just went, exactly. you know, it, it just got really, really ugly. Now yeah. I think that the yeah. world is a lot more casual. And so mm -hmm. casual doesn't have to mean I look like I'm going to, you know, a kid's baseball game. Casual can be easy. And I think with fabric direction, like you just said, if you're going to wear a T-shirt, and I don't necessarily like that word T-shirt, but if you're going to wear a T-shirt, if it's the right fabric, you know, some of them have um, not just like them, but they could have a sheen to it. Like if it's a Pima cotton and those kind of things, you know, they could yeah. really, really and be have quite a collar dressy. on it. Well, I like that collars. was the next thing I was going to say. I have two things I say about collars. First of all, I think when you say T-shirt, you know, there is nothing. Uh, men are always going to wear a three-button polo knit collar shirt, you know, a, a, a polo with three buttons down the front, a knit placket and that sort of thing. Of course, made very famous by our friend Ralph Lauren. That is very classic, yeah. and that all that always works. But the difference yes. between having a, a t-shirt like that with a collar on it and just a crew neck t-shirt is miles, you know, it, there's, they're miles apart. You can put that polo yeah. shirt with the collar on, and whether you put your blazer on or not, you still look dressed, you know. 
You can That's also right. tuck that T-shirt in if you want to and have a nice belt or something and dress it up. Right. Um, you know, the world is hot right now. It, it's hot everywhere. Mm-hmm. So if you're going out to dinner and your wife has on a beautiful dress and everything, Lord, please don't put on a T-shirt and a pair of jeans and, and come dragging in behind her. You know, put on a, a polo shirt that has a knit collar to it. Tuck the shirt mm-hmm. tail in. Put on a nice belt. Yeah. And you're still very casual, but you're ready to go. And I even like shirts tucked in now. I think I'm seeing more and more nice-dressed men when I go out, and they have mm-hmm. their shirts tucked in with belts now instead of just hanging out and wearing, you know, jeans or something. Even though the jeans are fine, but if you tuck the shirt in and wear a belt, you know, like you well, said, I, you know, like we, we talking with a nice loafer. Yeah, it looks so much better tucked exactly. in. Exactly, and see, you know, when we started this conversation, we were talking about the tie. When men are wearing a suit and a tie, then that automatically says the tie is my accessory piece and my shirt tail is tucked in. All of a sudden, when they're not wearing ties, they think, oh, well, I better tuck my, leave my shirt tail out and have on a pair of sandals. And that's like the biggest no-no in the whole world, you know. Right, that's just... <laughs> So dated. Tuck your shirt tail in. Anyway, when I was going through, after we had our conversation, I was going through looking at my closet, and I put things really, I hate this word, but I, I, I really came up with this thing, and I said, it's five easy pieces co- uh, closet, because, of course, everything yeah. started with my navy blazer, and I yeah. am enough of a clothes horse that I've got more than one navy blazer, but if you're talking of about helping you do. But of course, helping our listeners, you know, if we're helping, if we're helping our listeners, though, I think it's important to know it doesn't take a zillion styles for a man to work. You know, you can really do some serious editing. And I put it in like five different classifications. One was the blazer category. And when I say that's just number one, it can be as many as you want. Number two is the slacks or I mean, I'm sorry, the shirts. And I even to your point earlier, I put shirts with collars. I have a thing we call it, we laugh and say, oh, I'm going to wear a hard shirt tonight. A hard shirt means it's a woven fabric buttoned down the front that you used to wear with a tie, and it can yes. come in assortment of colors, white, blue. Sometimes people put a few stripes in there. I know right now florals are very important, and some men wear florals. I'm not a floral person, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't do that. But anyway, you've got your shirt classification. Then you've got your trousers, and to me, trousers are always – pretty basic gray, navy, black, whatever that is. Then from there you move into, we do go into the knit tee category, and I, that's where we were talking about fabrication of lycra and things like that. Um, and you can interject some fun color here. You know, I think everybody needs to be able to introduce their own um, attitude toward the way yeah. they're dressing. And you sure. can do this with, with nice uh, T-shirts, with a collar, polo shirts. Um, and then the last classification was jeans, and that was five categories. And when I did jeans, it was very tight. I have a few pair of blue denim jeans, and I have a few pair of white um, jeans as well because I live in Georgia, in Savannah, Georgia, and white for men in the summertime with a nice bra- uh, brown suede shoe and a uh, brown suede uh, belt looks very, very, very sharp to me. Um, and because it's, it's you know it's so hot right now, people are looking for cool colorations. But you can take you those put five like a navy shirt or a navy uh, blue linen shirt or light gray linen and roll the sleeves up and absolutely, absolutely awesome. You, you know, I think that um, if you get those five components set 
and the man agrees that he likes those five components, then the fun comes in when the lady, you know, women always have their ideas of what they think look good on the man, and the man may not agree or whatever, but a lot of times the men dress for the women just like the women dress for the men. You can have a lot of fun at this point. Then depending on where you are, you know, there's beautiful sweaters out there. Uh, You can have a fine-gauge sweater. You can have a basic cable depending on, you know, what season it is and also what your style is. But these are accessory pieces, and I think if you let the accessories wag the dog, it gets confusing. And I think you Mm -hmm. can really keep it tight. Um, Yes. You know, when I was talking to you earlier about uh, learning how to pack for traveling, one thing that I learned very early on is, and I don't know how you women do, especially you, Melody. Um, when you, <laughs> it was when hard, you have let to carry, me tell you, I can do you, it now. <laughs> when you have to carry a bunch of shoes, that's when your luggage gets really problematic. So I yes. learned very early on when, and this was back when I was in New York, and I've heard you refer to this before, you know, in New York, black is key, of course. When I would travel, yeah. and I lived in New York, everything that I carried in my suitcase worked with black and gray. And the reason was yeah. because I wanted a pair, I wanted my shoes to be black and not have to carry yeah. five different pairs of shoes. So I learned how right. to work around that component, and then your belts work the same way. You know, I'm still, I'm old enough that I still want my belt to match my shoes. Maybe sometime Mm -hmm. in the summertime, I'll wear a web belt, you know, that has color or something like that. But anyway, I think once you get your components established and then you get your color direction, it is so easy to get dressed. Yes, I think so. And I think all those categories make totally and perfect sense. And I like how you edited down the key basic colors, and then from there you can go out as far as you want with color with what looks good on your skin tone and your hair and all of that. But I think it's important that you bring up kind of, and I realize there's many body types on men as there are on women, but for the to make it easy, may, maybe we'll just say, uh, the shorter legs and the longer legs and the larger legs and the slimmer legs, just because I think with trousers right now, I'm not seeing, uh, and this could be wrong, but I'm thinking that they're mostly not so many pleats as it used to be. It's a little bit cleaner trouser. However, I have seen some coming out for fall that do have a, a, a pleat or two. I'm not going to want John to wear those yet because I'm really liking uh, how he looks in a more kind of straight leg, modern type, of, not skinny leg, because I know that's right. supposed to be over. We'll see if it is. Uh, we'll see what the consumer says about it. But the fashion industry is trying to put straight and looser pants on men. And I like the straight legs. And we did get dark denim jeans for john in uh in a straight leg and we got well i think you know, like a gray you know, navy black as said, yeah as, as i said to you earlier you would have to address fit but one thing i i do know and even from listening to your show and knowing about your books um you know i am like five nine i am not tall at all and yeah. that pant that you're describing actually makes me feel like i look a little bit taller and it's not my mission mm-hmm. to look taller, but I certainly don't want to look short and dumpy. So I think when you get busy mm-hmm. on the body, on the bottom, 
And whether it's way yeah. too tight or way too loose, you know, you get into trouble. Mm-hmm. But now I will tell you a funny mm-hmm. story on myself. As long as I've been buying <laughs> clothes, and I, I do still like clothes, I can sit here yeah. today and tell you I totally agree with you. Clean front, clean straight leg is so flattering to the male, you know, physique. Mm-hmm. And I'll say right now, oh, I'm not ready for pleats. I'm not ready for pleats. But you know from working in your career in New York City as long as well as I do, those manufacturers are going to continue to put pleats on things until ultimately all of a sudden you're saying, you know, John, I think we better go into some pleats. I know. You know? We will. <laughs> and I am just as I know what. I'm going to – it's all time. I know. It's like I just got my – just what – I don't – you're probably too young to remember when all of the – Stirrup pants were such the big deal, and Donna Karen had the greatest ones. Oh, of course, of course. And, and it made everybody, to me, everybody looked great in them with a little scrunchy boot and a big sweater. Yes, yes. This was like 80s, 90s. So anyway, uh, I couldn't, when they finally were over, I actually was so glad, just like I am with skinny pants, because it right. makes room for other kinds of bottoms, and many people don't look good in the same things. But I right. do, like you say, we'll, we'll probably end up with some pleats in there for some, some right, men because right. it, it took, it took me a very long time to get John out of, out of pleats right. because he was, that was his, his Ralph well, Lauren uh, brain. <laughs> right. But you know, when we started this conversation, I said, I want to talk about the word classic and, you know, classic doesn't have to, like I said, doesn't have to mean frumpy, but I think right. to the point of what you're saying, especially with men, clean, easy, simple, straight shapes are so much more flattering. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I just, I don't think men want to be um, that notice from a fashion perspective. They want to feel good they about don't. themselves. They don't. They want to the look classy out. and elegant. For the most exactly. part, I think, and I think, I think and I think their wives want them to look that way too. But you know, you and Me I too. discussed this before. You and I discussed this before, and I we've already hit it on hit on in this conversation. But I think men have really, really struggled, and this is where I also think we have to interject something for women too. You know, I agree that the pandemic was very tough. I agree that people's working situations have changed. But I don't think that should be an excuse for everybody just to let their looks, pardon the expression, go to hell in a handbasket. You know, yeah. casual casual has just been so abused. And I really do believe that, you know, my mother worked in business for many, many, many years. And her. I have an older brother, and we used to make fun of her for spending so much money on clothes. And she said, you have to understand yeah. something. When I feel good... I do a better job. When I feel good about right. the way I look, I do a better job. Yes. And, you know, we all feel that you way. We wake up it. and we feel like Absolutely. looking like slobs. That's how we work. So I think there's a, yes. big, um, a big opportunity here for people to understand sort of a return to a classic approach to sort of cleaned up and nice-looking people again. And tailored. I like to use that word tailored, too, because I noticed uh, last week when uh, Yana uh, was on talking fashion for women, she kept repeating that there's not going to be the so much of the trendy, trendy fast fashion, that that's mm-hmm. had its day and is over. But she said what, what you will see is, 
fine tailoring, more like what men do, where you buy better things that are mm-hmm. somewhat more timeless, and you wear them for longer. And you know, people well, of course, that also, me, yeah, and that that philosophy also makes your strategy of knowing how to fit and wear the clothes properly even more yes. important. Because if you're going to wear Absolutely. something, you know, for several years, fit. it needs to fit right, and that fit needs yeah. to look yeah. on your body type. That's right. It's got to be your jacket. And as, for instance, yes. with a man, if he's shorter, it doesn't necessarily – they may, you know, like you're 5'9", but you may have a higher waist or a lower waist. I remember you being rather balance-waisted. You don't have a short top, and you don't have a – a uh, really long bottom with a little short top. It's pretty balanced. I'm and blessed. there are some, <laughs> huh? Yeah, you're blessed. I'm blessed. Blessed with a good bod, Mike. But I had yeah. seen out there, like when John and I were shopping and we were going to have our show, and I was all these different stores with John because he's a touch me. He's got to go in, touch it, feel it, try it on type of guy. And so we were going to all of these stores, and I noticed all of these men. And I noticed there were some men that had very, very short waists. I mean, they had shorter torsos with shorter waists and then very long legs. And some of them were trying on jackets. And they might be able to wear a short jacket, but that looks terrible on them with those very long legs. So they would have to buy a regular and make the alterations or, you know, totally and completely remake a long if they were that tall. And that's kind of the problem I've always had, you know, being a short-waisted tall girl, a tall Mm -hmm. five, six and a half. But I just mean there are ways that men can look at themselves with their various jackets. So the main thing is get the right jacket. It's better to have one navy jacket, you know, and have it be the right navy jacket and one black jacket or however many colors you want to have, mm-hmm. but or two great navy jackets that fit you like a million bucks. And right. that means going to a tailor. And I had someone tell me the other day, she's a good friend of mine who is a tailor, and she said, you know, Melody, when you say seamstress, that isn't quite the same thing. Because it takes a heavy, a lot of people can sew. They can sew many, many things, and they can mend many, many things. But you have to have all of the extra education. It's kind of like the Ph.D. in sewing is to be a master tailor. Hey, well, of course, are, of course. You know, you have to find a tailor as a man or a woman. The person has to be able to take a jacket and make it fit right for you. Or take well, and you a know, pair you're, of talking, trousers. About a man's, you're yeah. talking about a man's jacket, but for your years of being yeah. in New York City, you also remember yes. there would be a lady's pant resource that would hit, and it would hit big time because they had a tailor that knew how to take that designer's work and tailor it, and it fit women yeah. across the board, and people would be buying mm-hmm. those pants like, I can't even remember the names of them anymore, but you know, yes, when you were I in know. the market very actively, yes. how important, and yes. and I think that sort of comes full circle of what we're talking about now, you know, I think that it's the women going to these cheap stores and buying cheap pull-on, blousy pants, they're no, not looking no. for that anymore, Can't I work. think they're looking for 
structure. They're looking for good tailoring, like yeah. you're talking about, because the plan Great is let's wear these things. Suits. Exactly, exactly. Yes. Um, and look, elegant, dress that, up a little bit. Feel your clothes they, on your body. Get back in touch you with your body, you know, there because, you, you know, a lot of people during COVID didn't have their regular gyms to go to, or they couldn't, or they didn't right. have their their regular workouts like they they wanted and people just want to they're now appreciating (laughs) some of the things and i'll speak from from for myself i'm appreciating very much being able to do a lot of the things i wasn't able to do during the the heat of the pandemic but i do want to get back to a really important thing you said about these tailored jacket and the and the pointed collar shirts, the woven shirts, oh, the hard, <laughs> hard shirts. The hard shirts. And, yeah, we call that the hard and, shirts. Yeah. And then the knit shirts with collars and the various trousers, be they flat or pleated, whatever they show. Right. Now will you talk a little bit about shoes? Well, <laughs> I had a note to, about shoes. But let me just back up one more minute because yeah, one thing sure. that – when we talk when we talk about classics and you were just talking about shirts yeah. you know there was a yeah. time period where especially when i was in new york and i was wearing armani suits and the shirts and all of this sort of thing oh, yeah. you would never you would never in a million years consider wearing a button down shirt a button down shirt was something that the you know stodgy brooks brother customer wore over That's and over right. now That's now right. though, what's happened What's happened, though, is now, because men are wearing a really pretty cotton shirt, uh, and maybe it's got stretch in it, but I call it a hard shirt, a lot of these button-down shirts start to look really good, and I'll tell you why. Because a button-down shirt, whether and you know, you've seen a lot of them that button from the back. You can't even really see the button. Yeah. It's a really cool look. Anyway, yeah. those hold that collar up because you don't have a tie anymore so you're wearing the neck of the shirt yeah. open and it's very important that that collar stand upright with the blazer coming That's around the right. edge of it very very important you know yes. every once in a while i'll see somebody with their collar cramped down under their blazer and i just want to go up there and straighten the collar for them because that's the neck yeah. piece that you're looking for to stand up it's just very important that you you're right um, you know, and all those spread so, wing collars came came out with Armani. You know, they were spread uh-huh. apart. Right, right. And uh, you, you really needed a tie with those. You're right. Of course, of course. And, and, and so I think when you're talking about casual dressing with shirts, you can't just say, yeah. I'm going to throw on any shirt. All of the things that you're talking about nope. with fit and shape becomes very, very yes. important because that, that shirt yes. is even more important than it's ever been before. Now, the other thing you were just asking about with shoes is, and I, um, you know, I don't want to be too strong in my opinions, but I think just like with women, a man's shoe can really, really, really dictate the effectiveness of, of what they look like and how their um, their whole wardrobe's working. And even to the oh, point, this is a, a funny story. It's almost when like I a used, handbag. <laughs> handbag. And when I, when I was in business, when I was in business and I would have guys come in and interview with me, it wasn't on purpose, but their shoes always caught my eye. And you would be mm-hmm. surprised how many men, mm-hmm. you know, in New York City, you could get your shoes polished every morning on the way into the office, and it was affordable, it was yeah. easy, and they still had the shoe shops there, which was really, really good. Yes. Um, and yeah. I just took great pride in my shoes, and I really, 
really didn't. You could uh, a man would come in in a beautiful Armani suit and shoes that looked like he just ran through the park in, and and it was a big turnoff. You know, I think that oh, that yeah. men need to understand that these accessories now, especially, are very very important. And you you were asking about shoes. I think you know I made three big comments: driver, driver, driver. Um, men yeah, have always like felt comfortable in that old classic penny loafer, the Weegans that everybody wore yeah. for years and years yeah. and years. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, some guys still pull that off right now, and I think it looks very, very right. good. But there is, in terms of an ease and a casual, um, smart look, is that driver's shoe. And, you know, there's I so many different so versions true. of it. There's a classic loafer driver. Some of them have the little piece up the mm-hmm. back. Some of them don't. You know, you can play around with it. But to take, um, just to give you a, a sort of a little picture of it, if you have, if you're going out to dinner someplace and you know the place is relatively casual, but you want to look nice, a man could come in with a pair of jeans, a nice white shirt, and a navy blazer over the top of this. And if he has on his feet a nice driver loafer, he looks like he just stepped yes. out of the band box. If he forgets those yes. shoes and throws on a pair of tennis shoes, I want to shoot myself. Yep. You know, the whole outfit Absolutely. just right out the door. And you know, so. That shoe component, yep. uh, very, very, very important. I agree. Totally agree. And they, they have them out there, and they're beautiful. And they're, they have quite a few of them, you know, that well, you, you know, can collect when I was, from. When you were, we were talking about editing the closet and everything, yeah. I'm not going to embarrass myself and tell you how many suede, brown suede drivers I have. <laughs> For me, the brown suede in my... Uh, in my closet is almost as, as important as my navy blazer. I wear a brown suede belt and I wear brown suede drivers almost to any event that I don't know exactly what the dress code's going to be like, you know. Right. And I always mm-hmm. feel like that I nailed it in terms of, um, you know, having something right. And even in the wintertime, when you start to wear your gray flannel trousers, there is nothing richer than yeah. a nice brown suede under that gray trouser. It oh, just looks perfect wow. to me. Fabulous. I think it just, yes. You know, it, it just Fabulous. looks perfect. And then, of course, on your top, you can have sweaters. You can do whatever you want. But um, mm-hmm. I just think that man, men sometimes, and, you know, not that we're talking about price and everything. You can pay all over the board. But th- you yes. can buy really nice brown suede shoes now without breaking the bank um, and just Absolutely. have a really, really good classic look. And I think that men have struggled so long if they get their outfit together to put the right shoe with it, you know, they, uh, they've got, oh, my shoes are at the back door. I'll just throw those on. Well, that's the right. You can't do that. You know, that shoe today yeah. is so – no, the you got to like complete you said, your outfit head to toe, head to toe. It is. It is Absolutely. It's like you said, the, the belt and the shoes for men, it's like the handbag for women, you know. It really makes because a it difference. Is, yes. It, it's going to get noticed whether you want it to or not, so you might as right. well have it be nice. And that doesn't right. mean expensive. You can get these. You can get a real leather driver's shoe, um, whether it's suede or leather, at Nordstrom's Rack or Saks Off Fifth, someplace Anywhere. like that, for 90 or 100 or maybe on the right. outside $150. You can right. go and buy Gucci 4000 be my guest. I, Prada, there Gucci, you, go. you can exactly, pay whatever you exactly. want. Um, but I, as I long as I'm the one you know, paying that. 
And John's going but, you to know, Bertram's rack. It's fine. <laughs> no, but when we here. started off this, when we started this conversation talking about what a closet should look like and things that are key, you know, I have things that come in and go out. You know, there are things that you buy that's an emotional draw and you like it, and then all of a sudden the next yeah. week you think, what was, what was I thinking? I'm throwing these away. The components yeah. that we've discussed for men are really classic, and they're not going to be thrown away. They're going to eventually wear out, no, but not. right now. They're not. (laughs) And if you do, you'll kick yourself because I've done it with a few things because Mm -hmm. uh, I just did. Because whenever the real real came around and I could sell, you know, Chanel or anything with a label on there and get cash, I thought, well, that would be fun. Maybe I'll turn some of this stuff in and buy new things. Well, A, the new things cost way, 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 way more. And finding my size in the United States – and trying to find them, especially living in Arizona and having to order things and try them on. But I just decided there were some things of the 900 things I let go of, there was about 15 I never should have gotten rid of, if you get my drift, ever in a million years. Because they they would be as good today as they were 40 years ago. That's how great they are. And the only reason I did that with some of my Chanel bags is because I wanted to buy new Chanel that were in a little bit better shape than mine, you know. And so uh, I was able to sell some of them, you know, as a fair or or lovingly used condition. That's just just called an upgrade, Melody. It's okay to upgrade your wardrobe. Yeah, I upgraded. I really did. And that's what I spend a lot of time doing. You know, like if my navy or my my black, I have... Black, black, black. But my black T-shirts or whatever start looking a little faded or if it has any pilling on it, in the trash it goes. And then I've got to replace those. And I really do think it's important to have exactly the pieces that you want for all of your outfits. And even with men, it might mean, what am I going to wear under that if it's cold? Like, if I'm going to wear that sweater, but what can I wear under it, you know, if I want to wear a T-shirt under it because it's going to really be cold? And if I wanted to take it off, you know, what could I wear under there? You know, know, stuff like that. Two things. Number one, um, one thing that I do that I – always get compliments on and it's it, it's very interesting to me but it just takes that word t-shirt to a different level i wear long yeah. sleeve t-shirts a lot of times and i even mm-hmm. wear them in the summertime with the sleeves sort of pushed up uh-huh. if i'm going out to a nice restaurant and i just want to have a mm-hmm. t-shirt on i will wear a long sleeve i push up the sleeves a little bit below my um, elbow and i just yeah. feel like it's taken that a little bit dressier look and you would be surprised how many Love compliments it. I get. And it's a simple T-shirt, but just the right yeah. fit and just having a long sleeve makes me feel, you know, uh, just a little bit more dressed. But the other thing I was going to say, you exactly. were talking about trading up and that sort of thing. You know, we were gearing this conversation mostly about men. But as we're sitting here talking and you start talking about your wardrobe, mm-hmm. I think that everything that we said in terms of editing and putting together a closet works just exactly the same for women because when you start talking about tailoring and really having some nice pieces Mm -hmm. you know yes here we go again but you talk about that little black dress if you've got that little black dress that is a perfectly tailored perfectly fitting garment to you 
you, yeah. you can't go wrong. I mean, a woman can put on yeah. so many different kinds of shoes with it. She can dress it up. She can dress it down or whatever. But it's yep. always right, you know? And the same thing with a maxi, a black maxi or the evening <sighs> gown. But the maxi almost goes more places, too, because it can be dressed up or dressed down. But, of course, yep. if you're huffing around in the city and you don't want to be in getting cabs and running and whatnot, you don't want to maybe be tripping all over a long skirt. But well, you know, uh, in I, my lifestyle and a lot of people, I like maxis. Yeah. Well, and I have noticed, it's interesting you should say that, because since the pandemic has sort of let people get back out and everything, I have noticed such a return to dresses. Women are wearing dresses. Now, Mm -hmm. obviously, right now, it's very hot, and obviously, they're very easy, but I do think that all of the things that you address in terms of fit and shape and these kind of things, maybe you want to speak to that Mm -hmm. a little bit. You know, I see these women, a lot of times, I think women are wearing dresses that are so ill-fitting because they're just so big and boxy, and they really need to understand um, maybe I'm wrong yeah. here, but sometimes I think they could use a little nip and tuck in the dress and make it feel a little bit better. There are, absolutely, there are uh, simplified dress silhouettes that every single woman has a silhouette or two or three that will look great on their body. It's just a matter of knowing if you're a rectangle, an inverted triangle, an hourglass, or what you are, and if you want your arms to show, and there's so many beautiful silk kimonos and silk, I call them sliver coats, you can wear over these dresses, and you can do, there's so many beautiful prints now, and I, I like uh, what I heard from uh, Matthew Jason Thompson is the one and done. There's so many women that like to do the one and done. That's a jumpsuit, a dress or one one item that they put on, put their shoes on, put their earrings, and off they go. And I am seeing uh, a lot of that where I think women are loving to do that, and it can be very cool for in the summertime, you know, to have a long, uh, again, I like the maxi dress and a beautiful silk print, uh, you know, perhaps... uh, from uh, there's this Australian woman that does these absolutely gorgeous prints that I've bought so many of. And there's also in the United States, you have all of the kind of ethnic printed ones that they've had printed over in various countries, but then they bring it over here and they make them into shift dresses and all kinds of things. There are just beautiful. Camilla is the Australian one that I like so much. And she does uh, hand beading on them, and she does her own patterns with multiple, multiple colors. And they're just so beautiful, and they're all lined in silk. And I like to take those and put a little thin, like Eileen Fisher Fisher, uh, silk Georgette jacket and do like you do with your T-shirts and shirts. I roll them up and wear that over that dress. And if I want to be a little dressier, I leave them down and put bracelets on my arms. But in necklaces, you know, multiple long layered necklaces can look stunning or rings or whatever. It's, you know, if you would like to do minimalism, you can do that. You can, I have an artist friend that only wears black too, but she can do her black and look modern. 
Listening yeah. to you, though, I, I just keep going back to our earlier conversation. The jacket that you're talking about, and or the jackets that you're talking about to work with dresses and everything, in a way, are like the men's navy blazer. It's that yes, go-to that's component exactly. that you can always work it around. And so I get I it know. that women's wardrobe is very extensive, but it still should really yeah. have those interchangeable components that she can always rely on. I've got six of those to wear with my dresses that are maxi. I I bought six of those. And I have to have the silk. It's breathable. You know, it's Mm -hmm. so lightweight. And you can, you always can wear it. You're going to need it with air conditioning. But if you want to sit outside, it's not too heavy. And, of course, where I am, you need something to protect your arms from the hot sun. Right. Right. Especially if you're very skinned like I am. But yes, you're right, and but so see, many women that, that I know. Down, you know, here yeah, we are on the radio. The once you get that concept down, you have so much flexibility. Because I'm sitting here Absolutely. thinking of you in one of these prints, and you could have really a bright fuchsia jacket thrown over the top yes. if it works with the print. Yes. You know, so the same yes. case with men. You know, now men are we're not going to wear a fuchsia jacket. But I will tell you something, speaking to that, that sort of makes me go into this. You know, when we talk about having a navy blazer, you know, men can also have a pattern jacket, depending on what their Uh personal taste is. I have a black and white houndstooth jacket that in the wintertime I wear with a black cashmere sweater and a gray trouser and a brown suede shoe. And this this Ah. is almost my fun uniform, and I wear the that jacket like it's it was so elevated know, yes it's yeah, very I, I, high fashion and cool but it's really not, very handsome um, it's you know you say high fashion it's not um it doesn't scare people away i get so it's many not compliments trendy. it's and houndstooth yet, they recognize exactly. houndstooth so there you go of course i'm there you envisioning go. quite a large houndstooth is it smaller or is it one inch or what? The, well, the one I have is actually pretty small. Or, or it's, I would okay. say it's sort of medium because I am very traditional and classic, and I sort of keep it that way. Yes. Now, yeah. um, you know, they have some, you know, that's where the husband and wife come in and decide which one they like the best. But <laughs> yeah. I think there's, yeah. some, there's some room for layering in some of those fun pieces as well. Yes. You know? Yeah, but I would keep it traditional because it'll last longer. If you buy the big one, you're going to throw it out. And you can't buy well, a good also, one then if you're going to throw it out. And you got to remember, too, that the majority of men like to feel safe. They don't want to walk into a room yes. and have heads turned. They want to walk into a yes. room, feel good about the way they look, and feel like people are thinking it's good, too. But they're not going to be yes. the bell ringers. You know what I mean? We like to feel yes. subtly elegant, if you will, you know? Yes, exactly. But I think and if I there's think one thing, a wonderful that, thing. I just think if, if there's one feel. message that we have sent out of this conversation today is obviously editing, because I think so many of the things that we've talked about, many men may have a majority of this in their closet. But I think you know mm-hmm. if they could think to some of the components that we talked about with fit and tailoring and this sort of thing, knowing that what they've got is right, and if it's not, then they need to replace it and get get what's right. But I think um, keeping it simple and keeping it interchangeable really, really, really will help men out because I, I think, I think so that too. we're all ready for, for this um, new way of dressing. But I still think – and I, I laugh a lot because a lot of times I'll go out and people will talk to me about the way that I look. 
and I, you know, working in fashion in New mm-hmm. York City, it just sort of comes naturally to be, and it's it's very funny to me where men can be so terribly intimidated by putting together an outfit, and I, I don't think it should be that way. Yeah, it shouldn't be, and they they also need the fun and the the way it kind of makes you feel so good when you have when you do go out. Even if, Mike, you're going out to buy another pair of brown suede driver's shoes, it doesn't matter. And when you That's when true. you go out and you buy something new, or maybe you buy, like when you bought the hound's shoes, or when you bought the navy, or uh, the gray, the thing is, they get to buy something new, too. Your man gets right. to go out, like, John's having so much fun with his navy, just told my brother-in-laws about it, and I'm trying to get them in on the action, and... I just think to have something new to wear that you haven't been wearing, and maybe mm-hmm. if you have been going out in khakis and a, a polo white T-shirt tucked in with brown top siders and a brown belt, how about throwing those out and going for navy or new pair of jeans and getting a new crisp linen shirt and a navy ponty jacket and... Yep some driving shoes and you've just elevated your look and you have something new and fresh that's still timeless and classic. And it's a classy, elegant way to look. And you feel good about yourself. You feel good about yourself. You do. And, you know, everything that we have discussed, everything that we have discussed today, because we really stayed away from the suit and the tie thing, which, of course, has its place. Everything that we've discussed today is – what I call smart casual. And what I mean by that is smart casual can go into almost all of the nicest restaurants. It can go to a lot of places, but it can also go to a movie theater and not have people Mm -hmm. say, wow, look at him. He's, he's way overdressed, you know, just because you're going to the movies. If your wife is wearing a nice dress and a beautiful jacket, you shouldn't be wearing flip flops and jeans and a t-shirt with a logo on the front of it. Yeah. Or shorts. With a with a Budweiser T-shirt or something so gross, I can't believe how many obviously uh, very 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 overly too casual I saw at the airport. But mm-hmm. that's just the way people travel, and I it I was like the only one like smartly dressed, so to speak, and there were three or four other women like me there as well, right. and they were right. older than me. So, but well, the younger I'm hopeful. people. I'm very Pajamas, hopeful. I mean, whatever. Air, airports are, have always been been very scary for me. Airports have just always scared yes. me because when I travel, I feel better when I look nice as well. Yes. And, you know, there, there are other things that you think about. I freeze to death on airplanes, so I always yes. have some sort of blazer with me that I can throw on. And, of course, that right. elevates the outfit a little bit. And um, yes. I think a lot of this goes back to that what we were talking about. People are ready to look nice again. You know, you've been in fashion long enough to know that there are cycles. And I am really, really, really tired of this word fast fashion. I don't even know where it came from necessarily. But I'm really, really ready to move on from that. Because I think that that represented just across the board to me, it just represented a sloppiness in in the world that we don't really need, you know? And cheap. And it goes right into landfill because it's all polyester, you know, right, and it right. goes into landfill. It's horrible for the planet, and I I'm really well, am about sustainability, again, I, I keep, and that's I keep going back natural. to your 
to your mantra about fit and everything, and I, I have to laugh. You know, it is very nice that in our world today, I think in most places, women and men together are very um, much interested in being in good health and in shape and that sort of thing. And I agree. It, it's it just it's sort of heartbreaking. You see a woman that'll get up every day of the week and go to the gym and work out like crazy, and then you go to the movie theater and she's got on some big sweatshirt and a pair of leggings. And I'm like, I know. Whoa. What's, know, the it, what's the point? What's the point is right. I mean, get weight, you work out, or whether you just exactly. toned up your body and you're looking absolutely <clears throat> fabulous, and then you come in a hooded sweatshirt and baggy sweatpants right. or house shoes or whatever. What is? I mean, seriously, what's the point? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't. Well, I think I don't understand again, people that don't want to unless they just don't know how. They just don't well, know how. And, and I do think the body scanners, which we will be having a show on July the 2nd. I'll just put a little plug in. The uh, Big Thinks is going to be on my show, and they are absolutely phenomenal. They have not only their own body scanner so that you could definitely know your body shape, your waist <laughs> length, and 31 other measurements, but also they, they produce them. So that is just wonderful that they're going to have well, that and hopefully all the sites buy them. Yeah, you need to really you know? advertise that show because i got to tell you, it just reminded me. You, you remember when we were in New York and they came out with the color chart for women that told them what season yes. they were of, of how to yes, you know, yes, colorize yes, yes, things? Yes, um, yes, yes. You know, you, you were talking, you just said something earlier about you didn't know why women were not, you know, I think a lot of times we take for granted that all women are very secure in their fashion sense and that sort of thing, and that is just They're simply not. not the case. You know, you That's and I work in the fashion industry, and so everybody there was focusing <laughs> on fashion. You've got to remember that yes. there are a lot of women out there that are working and going to, uh, you know, different places. Yes. Um, you know, I, it's just I think and that uh, fit and, and that sort of thing. People don't, don't know necessarily to how to do it. Yeah. Yep, and they so don't I know how to keep up. Yeah, that's an important show that you're going to have. I think it ties right into the importance yes. of fit and understanding your body yes. type. And once you understand Absolutely. that and you've got your color down, you're ready to rock and roll. You are, and I'm also going to have a a color lady on here. She's going to cover a little bit about the old 1980s color me beautiful, but she's mostly going to talk about how they've upgraded that a bit and made made a few more. Uh, skin tones, you know, and right, right. what colors to wear with it and how your skin tone might change a little and your hair color certainly changes like a woman that's had black hair and blue eyes and light skin her whole life now has white hair and <laughs> pinkish white skin and now she's thinking, well, maybe I should wear this or that or whatever and she just might be able to, you know. And it just yes. a lot of it depends on your your skin tone and hair color in terms of color color. And it isn't so mm -hmm. much the color color as it is the hue of the color. You know, right. there's many shades of pink. And, there, and, you know, maybe you don't wear it right up against your face. Maybe you buy a bracelet, you know. I was speaking to a young girl the other day, and she said she, she, she had beautiful blonde hair and blue lashes, and it's just that I can't wear pink. It just looks terrible on me. And I looked at her, and I was trying to think why. 
why it wouldn't look great. Well, she does have a lot of uh, pink and gray, or maybe it's pink and blue in her skin. Uh, but I, I ended up, you know, getting her a bracelet that had pink on it. Right. <laughs> it was a big pink flower handmade in the Ukraine out of leather. And it was just amazing. And uh, she was so happy with it. And I was giving her a friend whose birth, who is my friend, a birthday gift. And I, I did hers in kind of an animal print. Mine was in kind of a burgundy red. But I think there are ways to pick up color in lots of different ways, you know. And we can we can know how to do that, and we'll get into that uh, on some of these other shows coming up in July. But for just one second, um, Mike, is there anything you want to close with? Because we are going to, unfortunately, we have we're two about, minutes I left. I think we're running out of time. No, I just wanted to say I think it was a fun show, and I just hope that uh, people will understand um, I guess one message from this show would be simplify, 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 because it's really, really, yes. really straightforward and simple, both for men and women. I've enjoyed being with you. Yeah. Yes, I love, love being with you, Mike. And I think keeping the tailoring in mind, and not all good tailoring comes with a great big high price, uh, but it's not going to be fast fashion, and I don't think you're going to be happy with with polyester uh, in you know, not right. 100% polyester, but definitely blended, probably. There you go. Ponty knit All right. with well, some I've stretch. Been, You're going to really, have poly. I've really, I see we're running out of time, but I really have enjoyed yeah, the we're show. And okay. You and I Thank will be in touch, Thank you so much, okay? Mike. We okay. sure will. Okay. Thanks for coming on. And this- Thank you for listening to The Space of the Waste. Please join host Melody Edmondson again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next time.